Welcome back to another All About Jesus podcast. Uh, we're back with another teaching from Brother Richard today. I'm going to start off by reading a scripture, Matthew 21, 22. You can pray for anything, and if you have faith, you will receive it. Um, how are you doing this morning, Brother Richard? I'm doing good. <laughs> awesome. Uh, what are you going to be teaching about today? We're going to be teaching on continuing the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Awesome. Heard a lot of good reports that uh, people are learning a lot of uh, um, stuff and just uh, really just excited having you on here every week. Well, I'm glad. I just pray that what we say and what we share blesses somebody and helps them in their walk and relationship with Jesus. Amen. You want to start us off with a word of prayer? Okay. Father, we just thank you for this opportunity we have to gather again today. Father, we thank you for your word and Lord, as it goes out today, we just pray for everyone that hears it, Father, that they will have ears to hear and hearts to receive it, Father, and that it will be something, Lord, that will speak to their hearts and encourage them, challenge them, whatever you want, because you, Father, know the hearts of those that will be listening, and we ask you to speak to them in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Praise God. Well, we talked about... The, the ministry of the Holy Spirit, we're going to uh, continue that vein today. We're going to go to John 16 to start with this morning in verse 14. Well, I'll back up to verse 13 here. John 16, 13. Speaking of the Holy Spirit, Jesus said, How be it? When the Spirit of truth is come, he will guide you into all truth, for he will not speak of himself. That's so important because the Holy Spirit's not speaking of himself. He's speaking only that which is given to him by Jesus. And uh, he, But whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. This is so important. He will glorify me. When the Holy Spirit's moving, it's always going to point to Jesus. Amen. When the Holy Spirit's speaking, it's always going to point to Jesus. That, and I don't mean that you're going to be saying Jesus every sentence. But Jesus will be lifted up and Jesus will be exalted because that's the only way the Holy Spirit's going to work. He himself doesn't speak on his own authority. He doesn't speak on anything that's going to point to him or any other person, but he only speaks on the authority that's been given to him by God, through, by Jesus Christ, and he speaks what they want spoke, and it will glorify and lift up Jesus. Now... Uh, we need, as believers, we need to make sure that what we're saying is pointing to Jesus. Amen. We was just sharing here a moment ago, brother, about, you know, people talking about their church, and then there's nothing wrong with the church. But we need to be pointing people to Jesus. They Amen. need to get Jesus first. Yeah. They need to get Jesus in their heart and their life first. Yeah, if you go to church and you don't have a personal relationship with Jesus, you're just... Uh kind of just going to a ball game. Well, you're spinning your wheels because you're not going to go anywhere. You're not going to get anywhere. Right. 
And God's not going to be able to do what he wants to do in your life. Right. And he wants to do things in everybody's life. I mean, he has different things for everybody. He has different gifts for everybody. And he wants us to use us in his kingdom to glorify him. Well, I, I'm not going to glorify him if I don't have a relationship with him. Amen. Uh, I'm not going to glorify him if, if I don't spend time with him at home. Yeah, if you ask them how you relationship with Jesus and they say they go to church, there's obviously just there's a problem there. Their personal relationship is not very strong with the Lord. There's a disconnect there because, I mean, they're looking to church instead of Jesus. Yep. And again, there's nothing wrong with church, and we need to be in church, and we need to go to church, but Jesus is the one we got to have the relationship with. Right. And then from that, he leads us and guides us because uh, we got that relationship with him. Amen. And, and so uh, he go, he's going to glorify Jesus because that's what he's going to give to you is what Jesus <laughs> has given to him. Amen. He's going to give you what God gives to him, and that's something else. And so there he glorifies Jesus. He points to Jesus. And after all, Jesus said this, I am the way. Jesus didn't say the church is the way. He said, I am the way, the truth of the lie. He didn't say if the church got lifted up, he'd draw them into him. He said, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. You see, and again, we're not putting down the church and we're not disparaging the church, but it's Jesus that has got to... Look, look at the book of Acts. You, you read message after message after message that was preached in the book of Acts, and it was Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. It was about Jesus. It's about Jesus did this. Jesus died. You crucified Jesus. You crucified the Lord of glory. And it was pointing to Jesus. And as it pointed to Jesus, men were drawn to him. Amen. And they got saved and they got right with God. Hallelujah. Amen. And the same thing will happen today. When Jesus is lifted up in the church and Jesus is lifted up and you lift Jesus up, people will be drawn to him. Yeah, when all your concern is about the church, you're putting too much of faith in man and not the Lord. Right. Because if your preacher's not saying it... Um, they have a hard time believing it if it's happening somewhere else. So, and then you know that 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 is that just amazes me because, you know, I've been in, in different groups and around different people, and one person can say this, and it be right and be the word of God, and they won't accept it, but their preacher can say the exact same thing, and that, oh, that's right, that's right. Mm -hmm. I mean, come on, people. Paul talked about this to the Corinthian church. You say, I'm of Apollos, I'm of Paul, I'm of Jesus, I'm of Peter. He said, no, 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 no. It's about Jesus. It's not about us. And he said, that is where you're showing your immaturity is because there's division here. Yeah. One's after this one, one's after that one, and we should all be after Jesus. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah, if you don't have your personal relationship, you're just kind of basing your whole life on a, what a preacher says, and sometimes they're not always right, and they don't need to be put up on a pedestal. you got to have your own personal relationship and reading the Word so you can build your own faith and not your faith built through 
through man. And that that is that is so true. And not only that, there's a scripture in Acts where it says the church at Berea, think about this, the Berean church, they searched the scripture daily. And their purpose of searching the scripture daily was to see if what Paul was telling them was right. Can you imagine that? A man wrote most of the New Testament, and they're checking him out to see if he's right. Yeah. Well, folks, if that's the case, we should be checking things out to ourselves. Amen. But not only that, listen, if you go to church on Sunday and you hear a message preached from the pulpit, but you never look at that scripture again, it's not really going to affect you or have any bearing on your life. We need to take what we hear on Sunday or Wednesday or whenever we're hearing the Word of God, we need to take that Word like the Berean Church and search it out, not just to be sure we're not going to be deceived, but to get it in our hearts. Amen. Because it's only when that Word is in our hearts that it becomes available and valuable to where it can be used. Right. And it's, it's as the Word is in our hearts, it begins to change us. Right. And it begins to work in our life. So, you know, it's not about getting something in your head and being able to say what the preacher said or being able to quote a scripture that he used. It's about getting that scripture in your heart. Amen. And talking to God and saying, God, what do you want me to do? How? What are you saying to me? Uh, listen, folks. Every time we go to church, every time we go to Bible study, every time we go to where we're hearing the word, when we come out of that, we ought to be saying, Lord, what are you saying to me Amen. tonight? Not what are you saying to everybody else, but what are you saying to me? What is in this for me in this message? Yeah, you need to study it over and over until it really, you really believe it. And, and, that, that, and, and this... This is going to get us to where I'm moving on down the road on this. Because the Holy Spirit, it, it, it says, and I've got it written down here, but I've not got it turned to yet. The Holy Spirit will bring to your remembrance the Word of God. Mm-hmm. Well, He can't bring something to you you don't have. Right. I mean, it's as we get the Word of God, I, I, I put it like this, when you get the Word of God in you, when you meditate on the Word of God, when you think about the Word of God, you're building an arsenal on the inside of you. Amen. And then you've got something to work with. And then you've got something something to walk with. Let, let, let's, let's go on over here to John chapter 15. John chapter 15, verses 26 and 27. But when the Comforter is come, whom I will send unto you from the Father, even the Spirit of truth which proceeds from the Father, he, here we go again, he shall testify of me. Okay, now, now, now listen to this. And you also shall be, bear witness 
because you have been with me from the beginning. Okay, now, now, here's how this goes. Here's how this works. The Holy Spirit testifies of Jesus. But I, as a believer, am supposed to be testifying of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. So, Jesus sent us into the world. Mm-hmm. He said, go ye therefore into the world and teach all nations. Well, I'm going to go into the world, but I'm going to have to have some. Excuse me. I got away. <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> uh, when I go into the world, to t- I've got to have something. Amen. And it says I have something. He's given me, and as I go into the world, the Holy Spirit's able to take what I have put in me and bring it out to whoever I'm ministering to. Right. It can be in a it can be in a church setting. It can be in a one-on-one setting where I'm just ministering one-on-one to somebody. The Holy Spirit will tell me or give me what to say. Yep. In those times and what in those moments, um, Jesus told his apostles that they weren't to be concerned about what they were going to say when they went before magistrates because the Holy Spirit would give them in that hour what to say. Well, folks, I believe the Holy Spirit is going to give to you and me what he wants us to say to whoever. Mm-hmm. whether it's a magistrate or whether it's just a common boy out here on the street that we walk into their presence. And God says, I want you to talk to him. He will give you what to say, but what he gives you is off of what you've put in. Right. See, the, 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 the Bible says in, in Psalm chapter 1 that, well, I'm just going to run over there because I'll misquote it if I don't. <laughs> Psalm chapter 1, blessed, begin begin with verse 1, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. And in his law, or in his word, or in the Bible, does he meditate day and night. Amen. And because he meditates, now look at this, because he meditates, he will become like a tree planted by rivers of waters that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. And his leaf also will not wither, and whatsoever he does will prosper. Amen. Now, this is one of the This is how you get the word of God in you. You meditate on it. You say, well, what does, the, what does that mean? What does that consist of meditating? Well, you take the Word of God, you take a scripture, you take the passage that your pastor or the preacher or whoever it was that you heard that they used in the morning service, you take that and you think about it. Mm-hmm. You roll it over in your mind and you think about it, and you think about it in the setting in which it's given. 
And then as you're thinking about it, you, be, you, you, you say, Lord, how does this apply to me? What are you saying to me through this? What, what are you saying to me through the message that was given today? What, what are you saying to me through the, <coughs> excuse me, through the Bible study I was in? What are you saying to me? And then give the Holy Spirit time to let you know what he's saying to you. And then also, literally in the uh, uh, Hebrew, the word meditate also carries the idea of confessing and speaking or talking, repeating it over and over to yourself as you look at it and think about it. Yeah, I've heard some people say they just all of a sudden was talking to somebody and all of a sudden, the Lord just gave them these words to speak, and uh, then the next time, they just kind of, you know, the Lord will provide, but they're not really putting, they're not really meditating the word, they're not reading. So there's going to be times if you're not pouring the word into yourself, the Lord's not going to provide. So you've got to keep studying and meditating and uh, training and uh, not just being able to think the Lord's going to show up if you're not uh, doing what you're supposed to by being in the word. All right, if I spend time in the Word today and I go out and God uses me to speak through me and I don't get in the Word again for, oh, maybe a month or so. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, people do that. Yeah, they do. But there's nothing, and you get out there and you're, you don't know what to say, you don't know what to say to somebody. Well, come on, folks. You don't know what to say because you're not spending any time with him, not only in the Word, but in prayer. Yeah. You know, prayer takes a part of this, too. And this all comes back to relationship. It's having a relationship with God. And the reason the Holy Spirit can bring things to my remembrance is because I'm putting the Word in me and I have a relationship with God. Yeah. A relationship just ain't asking God for stuff. It's praising him. And it's getting in the Word. I think that's probably where a lot of fear comes from people going out and sharing because they're not filled with the Word and they don't have confidence that the Lord's going to be there for them. Right. Well, uh, it, it's all of this. It, it, a relationship is, you can't, I can't, Brother Brian, if I, if I never talked to you or never was around you, if I didn't come here, and we share together, we'd have no relationship. Yeah. If you didn't respond, we'd have no relationship. Well, the same thing's true spiritually. If right. I don't ever talk to God, I can't have a relationship with me. If I don't ever talk to God, he can't have a relationship with me. Yep. If our relationship was just me um, asking for you to do stuff for me, you the relationship and the bond would not be as strong, but... We're sitting here and always thanking you and going back and forth and just becoming friends. That's the same thing we do with God, and that's what really builds our um, relationship with Him. Right, and, and, and it's being able to be honest. Yeah. Uh, so many times, people, I don't know, I don't know what people think when they think about having a relationship with God. I mean, God isn't some some being off way off up here and the, the, we've got to come in some holy 
speech or something. He just wants you to be real. Yep. I mean, just talk to him like you talk to your friends. Talk to him like you talk to your wife. Talk to him. Be honest. I mean, hey, if, if something is bothering you, if something that you're questioning about that's going on in your life and you don't understand, talk to him about it. And if you're having bad feelings toward him, because talk to him about it, get that, get it out to him, yeah. and then he can work with you. That's a relationship. A relationship isn't just gimme, gimme, gimme. Right. A relationship isn't just you know, uh, hello today and gone. It's just a relationship, like a, you have a friend that maybe owe you some money. But neither one of you will talk about it. It'll just <coughs> finally fester into you won't even be around each other. So it's just like talking to the Lord. If there's something bothering you and you just don't understand it, you need to speak it out and confess it to him and ask him, and um, and he'll answer it to however he wants to. And, and, that, that, and that's, that's <coughs> with all of us. In all situations, you know. <coughs> Excuse me. Here we go. <laughs> Uh, yeah. <coughs> if we talk things out, you know, if you're my friend and I think you've done something that's bugging me or upset me or something, I ought to be able to confront you with that. Mm -hmm. And because you're my friend, you would respond properly with that yep. because of the relationship and the same things with God. Yep. I mean, folks, listen, you're not hiding anything from God. Amen. I mean, I think sometimes the people don't, oh, you, you tell God you're mad at him? Well, certainly. He already knows it if you are. Right, and I mean that way you've got that door open, and it's not going to fester inside you. See, that's what we do. We shut ourselves up, and don't be honest with God, and therefore these things, just like any any other relationship, it festers within us until it explodes. And in this situation, when it explodes, you usually walk away from God and don't want anything to do with Him. Right. That, that that's where that ends up going and heading. Yep. Uh, and so, you know, he leads us into all truth. And when we're out there ministering, sharing the gospel, and this is why, the, and again, this is why, and this, this shouldn't even be, have to be said, but we need to say it anyway. When you're sharing the gospel with people, whether you're a preacher and listen to me, you're, you don't have to stand behind the pulpit to share the gospel with people. Jesus said when he said go into all the world, he wasn't talking to apostles, prophets, pastors, and teachers. Yes, I know he was talking to his disciples, but we're all his disciples. Amen. When you got saved, you became a disciple of Jesus. He expects you to be his disciple. And therefore, you share the word just like everybody else with the world and those that are lost. And as we do that, the, Holy, the, the, the thing that's so precious about this, the, the Holy Spirit, God knows everything. 
He knows what I don't know. I mean, I, I, I could say something that I thought, well, where'd that come from? But yet it might be the very thing God's dealing with you about. Yeah, for sure. And uh, I might stand up. I mean, I, I preached sermons and I walked away and thought, dear God. But then later you hear the effect it had on people. Yeah. I, I remember one time we was, well, we was up here and, and the can radio station had just come on and just starting. And so we did a Sunday morning, uh, I think it was a 15-minute program we did. And, you know, and this, and I encourage people, if you're listening to somebody, you need to let them know you're listening. Yep. You need to let them know that you're receiving from them and that, that they're being a blessing in your life. Yeah, but but anyway, um, I, I, you know, for whatever reason, I don't even remember why, but we went off the, the radio and we, we, we stopped the program. And man, people would come up to you and say, why'd you stop the program? It was so good. Well, I had no idea. Yeah. I had no idea. And see, there again, it goes back. Yeah, you should let people know that you're being blessed by something. But also, you know, hey, what difference does it make? I'm doing what God called me to do. If God called me to do it, I need to do it. Yeah, if you get a word or something happens, I mean, you need to go to that person and tell them that. It's right. such a confident right. booster. And, you know, everybody needs encouragement. Amen. Some people just think, well, that person's doing this. He don't need me to encourage him or whatever. But uh, everybody needs encouraged. And just like you said, if somebody gets a word for somebody, they need to tell them. Amen. I mean, it, it, you know, uh, and again, you know, you we we cannot and you cannot rely on that. Right. But it, it's it's you know, good to know that you know you're doing something and accomplishing something. Right. And that, that people are being touched and blessed. Hallelujah. And uh, again, this, you know, this goes back to where, you know, the Holy Spirit's. You've got a relationship with God. God's got a relationship with you. And there's a flow between you and the Holy Spirit. And when, when he asks you to share something with somebody, he'll give you that. And again, he's going to give it to you off of what you put in, what you know, yep. what you have in you. Yep. And when the Holy Spirit's speaking to people, don't 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 ever discount. And I, I say this: people cut themselves short because they don't think they're doing anything. They don't think they're accomplishing anything, and you know they just kind of shut up and go into a shell. Right. And uh, don't think like that is the devil trying to stop you. That is the devil shutting you up, and you need to not let it happen. You need to believe, bless God, I'm out here. I'm a child of God. I'm a servant of God. I've got the Holy Spirit in me, and he leads me and guides me into all truth, and he gives me what to say when it needs to be said. Amen. And it is ministering to people. Hallelujah. 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 Listen, folks, you may you may never know until you get to heaven. 
But, oh, can you just imagine walking into heaven someday and, and here comes somebody running up to you and sharing with you that, that, that they're there because of something you said to them. You impacted their life, but you, know, you didn't know you impacted their life. You may not have even been able to tell. And really, in reality, their life may not have been at that moment impacted, but there was a seed put in there. And I, I, I think we need I think we need to be conscious of the seed more. Yep. The word Jesus tells us his word is a seed. And when I speak that word out, when I speak it to people and it goes into their heart, it's a seed. And God has has just recently been impressing on me, pray for that seed to come to fruitation. Pray for that seed to produce. Amen. Pray for it to come forth. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. And, and see, I mean, you, you, you hear missionary stories. You hear stories about, about people that, that they go and they labor for the Lord and just seemingly no results at all. And somebody comes along behind them, and here they come. They're just popping out everywhere like popcorn, getting saved, getting filled with the Holy Ghost, getting delivered. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, Paul tells us we're all working together. Some plant, some water, and some reap the harvest. Well, that person that's gone in there, and has all of a sudden seen revival and seen souls saved. Let's, let's say it's in a, a foreign country you've gone into, and, and all of a sudden there's revival and people are responding to Jesus and they're getting saved because of the word you're saying. Uh, let's not forget the person that went before you that didn't have those kind of results. Right. Yet they put a seed there. Yep. There's a seed that's been planted there that you're reaping the harvest of. Now, I think Jesus said we would reap the harvest that we didn't plant. Yep. We would we would be part of his crew, I'll put it that way, of bringing in a harvest that we didn't plant anything. We didn't work on it. But we're, we're privileged to bring the harvest in. Amen. Well, folks, if somebody hadn't planted the seed, there'd be no harvest. Right. If somebody hadn't have been willing to sacrifice their life, their time, whatever, to go give that word and faithfully give it, even when people weren't responding, go ahead and give it. If they hadn't have done that, you, you, you'd be the one that was planting the seed instead of reaping the harvest. Yep. Yeah, there's some people that's plowed up some hard clay ground and put a lot of work in and never seen any results but they just kept right on planting just like we should. And thank God, in heaven they'll see the results. Amen. Because God will connect the two. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The, the, the two will be brought together. You planted, you harvested. Yep. It was all in my hands. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Awesome teaching today, Brother Richard. As we was talking a little bit earlier about... Uh, um, just doing a lot of praising in our prayers because even when we kind of start off with some constructive criticism of something that's going on, it mostly always ends up into uh, complaining. It seems like when you start complaining, that opens up a door and uh, here comes the devil and you just kind of really get off track. So in every situation, 
Um, we need to be just praising the Lord for whatever we're involved in. And a lot of times you go up to people that's really in a hard situation, and I always try to mention to them to find something to praise about because the Lord has got something bigger, and this has happened because of some reason. Maybe it's to draw you closer and had to maybe uh, get rid of a spouse or something like that so they could draw you in to be able to use you to for your testimony to uh, save someone's life. So in every situation... In our prayers, we need to be praising the God for what we're in instead of uh, so much asking or so much complaining about something. Well, yes, because, I mean, and I, and I, f- I find myself in my prayer time anymore opening, just thanking God and praising God. I yeah. mean, he's doing so much. I mean, dear, we there's no reason we don't have something to thank him for. Amen. And just open up, begin thanking him and, and begin praising him. And that directs your attention to him. Right. And then you can present your petition in faith instead of in whining. Right. Amen. And complaining. Yep. You, you, you'll get it out there in faith. Yep. Well, thanks for everybody listening today, and uh, we'll close in prayer and uh, have Brother Richard back on uh, next week, if Lord willing. Father, Lord, we just uh, come to you again, dear God. We just praise and thank you for this podcast. We thank you for Brother Richard and Loretta, dear God. And we just uh, um, just thank you for all that you're doing, dear God. Thank you for the lives that are getting saved, dear God, and marriages that are getting restored, dear Lord, and just people coming to you, dear God. Just thank you for all the fellowship and the, uh, uh, we thank you for the revivals, dear God. We thank you for Kirkley Chapel and Turning Point, dear God, and all these other churches, dear God, that are uh, giving their lives to you, dear Lord. We pray for everybody out there to surrender completely to you, dear God. Uh, Take the uh, foot out of the world and just give everything to you, dear God, and just be able to see your full glory, dear Lord. Pray that you keep uh, removing the veil, dear God. Uh, We thank you for just uh, uh, opening our eyes to this deliverance, dear Lord, and just uh, um, freeing so many people from these evil spirits, dear God. And we thank you for uh, uh, giving us authority and power to be able to lay our hands on the sick, dear God, and uh, seeing people get well, dear Lord, without any kind of doctors, dear God, and just giving everything to you and just building people's faith, dear God. Uh, the more our faith comes, dear God, the more we share the share, share the word of you, dear Lord, more people are drawn to you, more lives are saved, dear God. And we just thank you so much for the for our spirit language, dear Lord, where you can just pray for us, dear God, and just... Uh, uh, so many things are done, dear Lord, and we just pray that you just keep uh, uh, healing healing people's minds and bodies and souls, and we thank you for all that you've done, dear God. Um, convict us when we get uh, complaining or criticizing, dear God, and bring us back to you so we're praising um, everything that has happened. Uh, we are uh, nothing without you, Lord, and we pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. We'll see you next time.